This is Digging in the Dirt with Kevin Gallagher, where Kevin and his guests dig a little deeper into today's issues surrounding the environment, farming, gardening, and food. For WPKN, this is Digging in the Dirt. I'm Kevin Gallagher. We are listener-supported, and we're supporting our community. My next guest up is Lou Weinberg. He is chairman of the Westport Community Gardens for 20 years. He's director of the Long Lots Preserve for the last 18 months. He's a sixth-grade science teacher for 20 years. And in the past, he ran programs in New York City for recycling and alternative fuels for transit buses. So he's doing all the right things, the things like we like to support here at WPKN and Digging in the Dirt. And now there seems to be an issue with the Westport Community Gardens that we have to address, uh, an existential issue. Are you there, Lou? I am. Hello. Welcome. Thanks. So tell me about the Westport Community Garden. Give us a little history of it. Uh, History, let's see. The town had an opportunity to purchase about 6.5 acres in 2001, um, and the select woman went ahead and pulled the trigger, and two of those acres were set aside for a parking lot for the adjacent Long Lots Elementary School, and about uh, four-plus acres were set aside for uh, recreational use, including a community gardens, which uh, we set up then. I went to a meeting and um, it was the new in, newest incarnation of the gardens because they had been moved before. And I went in and uh, went to get a plot and walked out as the chairman because nobody raised their hand when they said, who's going to run it? Well, you're doing a great job. You know, folks, I said, Lou, uh, you know, I see that there's an issue, which we're going to get to in a moment. And yep. I'd, I'd love to talk to you about it so we can give you some support in uh, for, sure. the, for the garden. And he said, why don't you stop in and see the garden on your way up? Because I'm going to PKN and it's actually in Westport. So it's on the way by on I-95. So I got off in Sherwood Island Connector and went over to the, the garden. Garden and he showed me around. I want to say, folks, it's one of the more impressive community gardens I've seen. And uh, how many people are in there right now? We got about 120 families. We started out in 2003 with 30, then we grew to 60, then 90, and then we petitioned the town in 2009, 2010 to expand, and they voted unanimously to allow us to do it. And now we're maxed out at 120. And that's it. You're not going to have any more people. No, I don't think so, unless uh, some miracle of nature happens and the town <laughs> decides that community gardens are important enough yeah, and let's they expand so. us. I think they're really important. We support the Green Village Initiative Community Garden up here and Bob Halstead and his community gardens. Community gardens are so important to a community. Uh, and besides that, you grow fresh, organic foods because nobody sprays anything. You know, It's great. Yeah, and you're right, also not- doing something with indigenous plants there as well, right? We are surrounding the Westport Community Gardens uh, and in some sections inside the gardens. um, We have established what's called the Long Lots Preserve, which is a a two-year, four-phase project to clean out invasive non-native species that are dominating neglected town land and clear them out and put in native species so densely planted that they outcompete the non-natives. And we've completed three of those four sections, and the results have been nothing short of amazing. You know, you plant native, and those things love it there, and they take off. And so we've got five species of oak in there. We've got sycamore. We've got sweet gum. We've got birch. We've got tupelo. We've got, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, shad blow, summer sweet. You name it, we've got it. It's a really, really cool experiment idea. 
And I do have to say that within the last 18 months since we started, we've seen a phenomenal influx of, um, of wildlife in terms of, you know, mostly uh, the bees, the native bees, the honeybees, um, and also uh, uh, the butterflies, the moths. And uh, it's just been really incredible to watch it. You know, if you build it, they come. Yeah, we saw a butterfly while you were there. It was, well, when I was over there, it was great. Yeah, we've got uh, some swallowtails in there, yellow and black. We got tiger swallowtails, and you know, and I'm not, a, I'm not an entomologist, but there, there's just an incredible biodiversity in that preserve. There is. It's, it's to me, seems to me from just looking at it, it's quite the success. So, what's the problem here? What's going on? Um, we have a little bit of an issue here. Um, we found out in June that the town uh, is considering putting us in another place. They, they call it moving or relocating this 20-year-old community garden in a newly planted Long Lots Preserve. They're going to be rebuilding, rehabbing an elementary school adjacent to us, about 100 yards away. And as part of their plan, if they decide to go uh, with a new build, uh, the um, options that we've seen so far include uh, putting uh, ball fields on the Westport Community Gardens and Long Lots Preserve and, quote, moving or relocating the gardens to another part of the area near the school. And uh, we we all know, everybody knows, except a, a couple of people in town who seem to be uh, considering these decisions, that you don't move or relocate an acre of 20-year-old uh, gardens that include three Eagle Scout projects, a bocce court, raised beds, thousands of perennial plants, composting facilities. You know, it, it, you've seen it. It's just nothing short of a magical and majestic place. And uh, we found out in June that the Longmont School Building Committee was considering uh, covering us with ball fields. So that's we've got the, a little that's, bit that's of a... That's just a sin. It's, a, it's <laughs> absolutely a nightmare because it takes so long to get something so well-developed and so thriving. It's, it's, I'm, I'm shocked that they would consider well, putting grass on top of all that. Uh, we all we all are shocked. Just about, uh, say, 98% of the people who come by, and we've had a ton since this issue arose, everybody comes by and says, you can't move this, you can't move this, you can't relocate this. You know, who's, who's thinking that they can do this? And we're still trying to figure it out. There's something not right here, and we're trying to figure it out. We don't know why our town administrators and the building committee continue to uh, pursue this false narrative of, we can move or relocate you. There's, there's something not right here, especially when any other town in America would celebrate and promote and protect what we've created there. So we're, we're, we're trying to figure it out. You know, a miracle might happen, and, and the things that we've been seeing, all the, uh, the words we've been hearing and the body language we've been seeing and the actions that we've been seeing seem to all indicate that for some odd reason they want to take these gardens and put a ball field there and, you know, we just can't figure it out. But maybe they'll come up with a miracle and say, oh, you know, that was just an option and we're not really going to do that. We're going to keep the gardens and the preserve as they are and still build a brand new school, which they could do. None, none of it adds up, Kevin. So mm -hmm. it really is kind of a, uh, 
an, an issue that we're dealing with, and we're dealing with with a massive public education campaign and trying to keep it positive. Yeah, well, it seems to me that you could move the ball field someplace nearby. You know, if you're gonna, if you're going to put the garden nearby, why not just put a ball field nearby? And keep- well, so we get into the, all the speculation and all the you know we got to let the pros do their job. So the building committee is staffed with some good people. They've got they've got you know engineers and architects on this committee. It's all voluntary, and I get that. What we don't get is that this is not even on school property it's on parks and rec property and we don't believe that the building committee who's making these recommendations to the first select woman who appointed the building committee were even charged with looking at that part of the property to begin with they were charged with just building a school building which we all want you know i've got a half a dozen gardeners who have kids in that school my daughter went to that school Uh, we have kids whose kids uh, we have families whose kids play soccer on the field all of them want to see a beautiful, new, wonderful school that provides every educational opportunity for the kids uh, who attend it. But we also firmly believe we know that that can be done while leaving the preserve and the gardens in their current state. So, again, what's wrong with this picture? Right. It's a conundrum. I hope that you can do well with this. We're talking to Lou Weinberg. He's from the Westport Community Garden. And as you can tell, there's an issue there. And they're trying to put pressure on everybody to reconsider the idea that the garden should be paved over and put up a parking lot. <laughs> well, that's that's the song we all reference. I'm, I'm not sure they're considering a parking lot yet. We haven't seen all the permutations of their design options. Oh, man. What, what do some people think? I mean, this, I'm, I, I, folks, I can't even tell you how gorgeous this place is. It's just loaded with tomatoes and squashes and insects and birds and places to hang out. And like you said, bocce ball. And it's just it's one of those places. Why would you do that? Why would you even consider it? It's like we're a, trying really to figure it out. We really can't figure it out. But we're making some headway. We've got some really good people working on this. You know, we've got a couple of influencers in town who are trying to get through to the decision makers. Uh, We've got independent political parties who have put out statements stating that this is ludicrous. We've got the Green Club at the high school. Uh, They put out a statement saying that this shouldn't be done. You know, everybody recognizes it for what it is. Unfortunately, we're still dealing with the decision makers who have not come out publicly and admitted what an absolute catastrophe this would be to a fabric building, environmentally steward, uh, and great environmental stewardship and uh, environment, unlimited uh, educational opportunity property. Like we, we've got it all going on there. So it, none, again, none of this adds up. None of it. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to keep tabs on this. We're going to bring you back and let us know progress and then uh, hopefully a wonderful ending to this story. What can people do to help out? I mean, is there a petition to sign? You want? Oh, some- yeah. So if you go, we have a, um, we have a, you know, Westport Community Gardens. We've been around 20 years. We have a website. You can go there. Uh, we have a flow code that you can go to that's kind of a clearinghouse. It takes you to a, a change.org thing. We have over 2,000 signatures on that. On the flow code, there's all kinds of information about the news stories. There have been a dozen news stories on this. There's also a um, site where you can get all the information about all the town officials um, and write to them and say, what are you thinking? You know, there's a million things people can do. I would encourage people to come visit it. If you go to our website, you can schedule a tour. If you go to the flow code, and I'm not sure how to get to the flow code without, you know, it's, a, it's like a QR code. 
And I think it might be on our website. I don't run our website, but I think it would be there. And you can um, tap the flow code and you can sign up for a tour on that as well. I would encourage people to sign the change.org petition and, and uh, write to our first select woman and our um, board of education, our board of finance, the RTM, uh, the building committee, uh, the planning and zoning commission. All these people know each other and they're all in town. It's kind of a small town. And the word we've gotten the word out pretty effectively. So we're still trying to figure out what they're going to do as they're supposed to make a recommendation, the building committee, to the first select woman at the end of August. So people can go sign the petition, uh, come for a tour, write elected officials, and just, you know, feel our sense of outrage at being the, uh, one, of the, um, one of the first defaults for locating a field instead of trying to maximize other field use or find another place for a ball field. Nobody doesn't want ball fields. Nobody doesn't want a school. We just don't feel it's appropriate to put a ball field over a 20-year-old community garden and a newly established $40,000 volunteer, you know, volunteer dollar raised uh, preserve. It's just, it's, it doesn't add up. Again, doesn't it make doesn't sense. Yeah. When you see it, it doesn't make sense at all. I mean, and I'm for any garden. I don't care what they say. We need the food. It's uh, Things are changing out there in the environment. People are going to want to learn how to grow their stuff, and it's nice to get nice, healthy vegetables that you grow well, right. yourself. Well, so, right. So, you know, you, you want to learn how to do this. We're adjacent to an elementary school. Think of the unlimited educational possibilities of getting the kids over there, getting a plot for the school, teaching kids how to grow their own food, teaching them about soil science, water cycles, nutrient cycles, ecological succession you know you can do history lessons there on agriculture you can do uh language arts lessons on objective intuitive feelings about the trees we've planted you can do art out there we just had a big art event with the westport artist collective i mean it's unlimited what you can do this and town everywhere are starting to use green uh green open space and community gardens why are we not considering that yeah, it's a, it's a, community spaces are really really important to the health of the of the community, in my opinion. Where can they go? Yep. Is it WestportCommunityGarden.org? Yes. Okay. Uh, yep, you can go to WestportCommunityGardens.org, and uh, you can um, you know peruse that website, and I'm sure it'll take you to the flow code. I'm sure we've posted it up there. Okay. You just put your Excellent. camera in front of it and take a picture not even tap on the tap on the picture and uh, it'll take you to the flow code Excellent, uh, or come for a visit it's a cool place and we'll give you we'll give you an onion that's great <laughs> well <laughs> lou i'm so glad i discovered the the garden and your issue so we can give it a little publicity and uh, you know i wish you all the best and we'll have you back for a, an update and uh, we'll see what's going on you know hopefully we won't have to deal with losing this garden uh, we hope that's going to be the case where we, we remain positive and confident. And also, thank you for doing this show. You know, people, we, you know, got to, you got to get people back to the land. It's where, you know, the soul gets filled. It's where people find their happiness. You that's know, right. you grow things, you, you slow down a little bit. You think about where you've been, who you are and where you're going. Gardens right. are great. They are absolutely great. And you're preaching to the choir for me and my audience. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Lou Weinberg of the Westport Community Garden. Thank you for coming. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Digging in the Dirt with Kevin Gallagher. 